Gabby. And I'm Charlotte. And this is We Know Everything, the podcast where we prove that we know everything, <laughs> yes, especially about this po- um, topic. Yes. Um, so for those of you who are new to us or have not been paying attention, um, the podcast is all about learning and improving what we know. Um, yes. So it's split up into two. The first half, we talk about a topic. We randomly generate a, to- a topic from friends, family, or our own brain. And we talk about it as we know. We try and work through it. We try to not research it, look anything about it, just try and see what's fresh. But trying on the dome. to not research is so easy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'd have no time. <laughs> yeah. And then the second half, we go back and we correct the first half. So that's where the learning happens. Actually, I'd argue that no learning happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is the theory. You're just here for the ride. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to throw it over to you to announce this great topic. I like this topic. The topic is Malta. Which I hate. <laughs> All right. So Gabby is racist against Malta the country. I am 1% Molten. <laughs> Malteser. Yeah. So you are Maltese. Maltese, right? Well, I don't know how like accurate those DNA tests because they change all the time. So there is an opportunity that 1% of my people have swung by someone who was from Malta. An opportunity? Do you yeah. Mean possibility? An encounter. <laughs> okay. No, there was an opportunity. Ugh. I have no idea who I was back then. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? I've just been reborn. <laughs> I don't remember the last. Okay. Hour to of clarify, my life. because that was bizarre, was bizarre. <laughs> gave me a DNA test and she got 1% Maltese, which are the inhabitants of Malta. Now, Due to outside interference from Gabby's flatmate Mitch, we unfortunately know more about Malta oh, right now than we did like an hour ago. Which is, I think when Mitch said Malta, I, I knew it was a country and I thought it was European and that's, that was it. And Mitch told us it's an island in the Mediterranean with a rich history. <laughs> when you say rich history, he do did, you mean that rich people go there as a tax haven? Oh, no, I didn't think he meant that. I thought he just meant it had a rich history. Okay, well, let's try and figure this out. If it's island in the Mediterranean, it's Hey, seems I have like... a more important question. What country would you say has a poor history? Well, New Zealand. That is so rude. Well, I, I'm a New Zealander, so <laughs> I can say it. And it doesn't. Well, what, you're saying that um, the Maori culture is a poor history? Well, thank you for bringing that up, <laughs> and I'd like to address it. It's the only country that I felt comfortable enough. South Africa. It's apartheid. <laughs> That's just some poor history. I just right more there. I was like, you'd never describe anywhere as not having a rich history, you know? Oh, if it's that's got a true. history. And I did immediately fall into that trap. <laughs> yeah, but I went you, and like, you know, you, I I hurt myself. Let's <laughs> just save another. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, New Zealand doesn't have as far <laughs> I mean People came here. We haven't got a poor history. There's some birds for ages, for millions of years. There's birds having a great time, not knowing mm-hmm. what predators were. Then people, and then... Yeah, don't, don't, don't try to dig yourself out of the hole. <laughs> I don't know what this is. All right, Malta. Malta. This is what this is. It has a rich history. All right, so I know absolutely nothing about Malta. Here's what I know. I think... Malta. Oh, it's, it, it vibrates in my brain in a way which makes me think of the war. I think it was involved. I think I've heard of it in the context of the war. Okay, so if it's in the Mediterranean, is mm. it between Europe, the Middle East, and Africa? You know that I know geography very well. Okay, so if it's in the Mediterranean, it's probably between... Antarctica and the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, it's probably between... Africa, Europe, 
and the Middle East. So I'm going to guess oh, that's very, that it that's would specific. be hot territory oh. if there's conflict between oh, yeah, then people fall the Eastern and Western it. Mediterranean countries. Desirable. It could have been a fortress. Could it? Is it a hot country? It's probably very warm. So I we mean, think it's hot it's in hot. two senses. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a hot, hot country. Rich history, hot. Because that'll be a great fortification. Could have been a prison. <gasps> Maybe it's a prison. of war. Let's just guess what Malta is. I think it's a Spanish colony. Just because it okay. pops up in my history. Yep. And it ends with an A. Yep. That I think it was colonized by the Span- Spaniards. I think it was colonized. Even though the Spain is not on the Mediterranean. Is it not? What? No. Why do I thought it was like king of the Mediterranean. No, Spain is off to the side. What? To the left by Portugal. Portugal and Spain. I think the Mediterranean Sea is like Greece, Turkey. Should we just change this to the Mediterranean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't actually know what the Mediterranean refers to. See, Malta is really bringing up big gaps in our knowledge. I'm going to say, the point of the my guess is Malta was once belonged to the Ottoman Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Malta was I'm going to say for. that Rome went to it but turned back because they didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Big call. Big yeah, call. big call. But I'm saying it. Are British people involved? Oh, I reckon. Oh, I we think we can't bring I, up colonization. I think British We've people decided that it's colonized. Yeah, <laughs> we think it's colonized. <laughs> I think Malta is something to do with the war. That's what I think, and I also think is malt from Malta. A Maltese is from Malta. <laughs> Surely, like that's really what we thought when we read the word Malta. But so, it's like oh, Maltese is Maltese. Someone is Maltese. I think you're Maltese if you're from Malta. Now, are Maltese from Malta? Were there people in Malta <laughs> when the Maltese before the Maltese were there? Were there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think people were introduced to just a spit of land? What do you think the population of Malta is? Do you think Mitch could have been lying and it's not an island? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something that has to do with the Mediterranean. I thought it could. I thought it was a country in Europe. <gasps> Mitch. I mean, it could still be a European country and be on the Mediterranean. Well, see, I didn't know that's possible. So it's a standalone country? It's not like. I thought it was like Luxembourg, part of the Spanish Malta. Empire. Okay, Luxembourg and Malta. It's <laughs> not too old. Okay, so what we predict. <laughs> Has it got a monarchy? You said you knew something about Malta. I've said what I know, I've said what I know about Malta. Oh, you know it's a country? That was it? <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> and the war. The war. Something about which war? World War Two or one. <laughs> a war. A war. And Malta. There's a link there. The whole point of this show is like what either association. Been a faraway island where they kept like a like a. Colony. No, I think it was like in the war. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there was a war. <laughs> I'm laughing because it sounded like I thought the country rose up and like attacked bombers. <laughs> I think it's in the war. I think it's poor. Maybe cut that out. I hear it was a rich, rich history. <laughs> rich the word history. rich was thrown out. <laughs> rich history. There. But I think it's a poor country. Do you think rich history could mean like a long, we're just trying to dissect what Mitch meant, a long history that. Yeah, what did Mitch mean when he said a particular country's got a rich history? Could there history? be just like a random civilization that used to live there and there's ruins? Yeah. There's an island with ruins. Yeah. Like East Island. We think it's got ruins. We think it was in the war. <laughs> I think it's, I don't want to say it's poor. Is that bad to say? It's not, why is that bad to say? I think it's, I feel like I it's I think a, they were rich. <laughs> okay. In well, spirit, yeah. character, wealth, <laughs> and minerals. Ooh, I think they were gold. rich in heart. I think it might be a poorer country now. You think it's rich, a rich country now? 
No. So you think it's poor? Yeah. <laughs> it's the gut feeling. I feel like I mean, the country's like Greece, Turkey. I know I'm overestimating like, um, our mother's power as listeners, but I feel like this podcast could cause an international incident. Um, <laughs> just saying. Declaring a country is poor without like proper investigation into its financial state. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not an economy. insulting thing to say. It's just... But what is poverty, Charlotte? <laughs> yeah. Is it a Western oh, construct of money? Yeah. Okay. By the Western standards of wealth, I don't. Which we disagree with. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we don't believe in wealth. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't practice wealth. <laughs> yeah. No, this is two very poor people. On a podcast. Yeah. Like, speaking of which, we have a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that brings us perfectly and kind of consciously to the Patreon. (laughs) Patreon.com slash enough cake. Have you ever met someone from Malta? (laughs) No. Have you? No. Uh, No. Because I know more about Malta. And I know nothing about Malta. poodles. Oh, Maltese poodles. Are they a thing? Yeah. Okay. Wait, so it's an island That's very with rich poodles. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's getting weird. In the war. With the poodles at war. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh, don't you reckon Maltese poodles makes it seem less like a hot island? It Mal- doesn't seem poor anymore. It doesn't seem poor anymore. Are those the expensive poodles? I don't know what Maltese poodles are. I always, when I ask a question, I always go into the mic, like hoping that the podcast world would like supply me with an answer. It's like, guys, I'm throwing this over to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the podcast world responded. A Maltese, is a Maltese a poodle or just a dog? It's Maltese poodle. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think there's probably, like, I can't extract anything. I've extracted all I have for Malta. Yeah, this I is can't, my I, best guess. Okay, so our best guess, to clarify, I think we've probably hit, hit the nail on the head with this one. Malta, country in the Mediterranean, rich history. It's been fought over. It's been gone back and forth. It's gone back and forth. It's kind of like what San Lorenzo in... Um, uh, what's the book? Why have I forgotten the name of the book? That I, have been I don't know what Cat's is. Cradle. Oh, okay. where like all these countries controlled it, but because it was like really poor and really shitty, they were all like, no it's one cared shitty. anybody. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying San Lorenzo. <laughs> San Lorenzo has a rich history. <laughs> has a rich history in the book, which has a lot of problems. Kidvanagat, problematic book, problematic book. But they do go through where like the Spanish took it from the Dutch, but the Dutch didn't care. Is San Lorenzo Dutch... real? Huh? Is it a real place? San Lorenzo. <laughs> I don't think so because the religion's not real. I think it's meant to be like a, oh, company, okay. a country in the in the Caribbean. Maybe it's meant to be based on Malta. It could be real. It could be Malta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Malta. So as two people from a small country. Well, I'm not from here. But, because, you're, but you're a citizen. Yeah, but I've seen the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you should be more embarrassed. Than I should you. know more about small countries. Why? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, is there a course in South Africa where they teach you about small countries? No, because we're in a small country now. We should know our fellow small countries. We're good at Do you pandemics. know, well, how about this, Gabby? We're actually not a small country. Technically, we're a medium-sized country, but part of our national identity is to think that we're a really small country. But we're actually, like, medium-sized. So there's five million of us though, but it's still medium sized. It's pretty medium. It's medium. It felt like medium when I said it. 
<laughs> I remember that's like the first page of the first political science textbook you get given talks about what we construe our national identity is. And I remember it was like, we think we're a small island nation, but we're actually a medium-sized country. And I was like, what? And okay. Yeah. Malta, small, medium, or large? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's smaller than New Zealand. I think it's got a million people. Okay. So a million people, poor. <laughs> Saying. Rich history, history of, wow. I think, colonized by the Spanish. Gabby thinks colonized by the Spanish. I, I feel think like it was English influence at some point. They were there. They were there. I think the, the, the I think World War Two. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they were. Yeah, something to do with Malta and World War Two. I think it was an access point to Mediterranean. Like, We've I repeated feel like, ourselves ten thousand times. I feel like it had something to do with trade. Ooh, okay. And we there's a lot of riches is, in the Mediterranean. Oh, well, hang on. That English people would have wanted. So, do you think ooh, Malt is from Malt? What's it called? Malta. Do you think malt's from Malta? Like molten sugar. No, just like like malt. Yeah, malt. I don't know what malt is. <laughs> I feel like it's, I can taste malt as I'm saying it. I can yeah. taste it. I don't God, know what it is. Is it wood? Is it sawdust? It has that. <laughs> and you make milkshakes out of it. It's a powder. What's malt? That's the real question. It's a beer. I forget what malt is. What's malt? I what's malt? It, is it a yeast? That's no, not. I don't think it's alive. <laughs> What's malt? It's a flavor. No, it's a thing. It's a something. It's malt a of food. <laughs> it's molten beer. Malt. Barley. Hops, malt, malt is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it answers it. Barley hops malt. I'm gonna say it's similar to wheat. Okay, malt is similar. It's a grain. A grain. All right, and on that, <laughs> so it's porridge. So maybe this grain malt is from Malta. Yeah. And maybe they made Maltesers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end there. I All feel right. like this is the most offensive one we've ever done. This is. We'll we'll do the second half because I really want to know this. And also I'm so excited to find it out. It comes up in my family history. So I think it's one of those that I've been meaning to and find out. And because you're from about. South Africa, you should know more about small little countries as you pointed out yourself. <laughs> South Africa's got forty million people and a larger land size than New Zealand. So oh, well, New Zealand's got a large birds. company. <laughs> we have birds in South Africa. We got we got lots of them. We got ours don't fly, and we got fat ones, big birds. <laughs> we have fat birds. All right, we're going to go into the birds of Africa versus New Zealand. Yeah, to be a war. Right. So we're going to go away. All right, we're going to come back, and we're going to be probably Maltese. yeah, <laughs> given an ordinary citizenship. <laughs> All right, bye bye. <laughs> We're back. Hi, everyone. What up? <laughs> Gabby's been cool. Um, it's Charlotte and Gabby, and we are back to tell you everything about Malta. And when we say everything, we're meaning it in a, um untruthful sense. <laughs> <laughs> we dabbled. <laughs> yeah. We say everything because it's the title of the podcast, but for legal reasons, for just legal clarity, we do not mean <laughs> the strict sense of the word everything. Charlotte's feeling very prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think the We Know Everything title for the origins is meant to be It's a joke. about the first half. Oh, yeah. That we think we know everything. And we yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. It's a hilarious joke. It does not suggest that the second half will be <laughs> um, expert level. It, no. It isn't. But we substantially know more about something we would have not known yeah. much about before. That's so... I Look. feel like a better human. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted to, I feel like we should put this at the start of every podcast. But just to clarify, the second half is not meant to be expert. All right, let's dive into what we know. <laughs> so Malta. 
I was, okay, aside from being a complete lunatic for whatever reason, <laughs> we just listened to the first half and <laughs> we were baffled by some of the, the, Gabby at the start of the episode appears to have a breakdown and describes very bizarrely how you are descended from people. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity of descending yeah. from the Maltese. Yeah. <laughs> It was just, it was, she was like Shakespeare. She was trying out English words in a way that hasn't been done before. No, it was definitely just a different person in the first half. I didn't <laughs> yeah. recognise her and I don't wish to associate with yeah, her. Yeah, okay. So Gabby's distancing herself <laughs> from the person in the first half Yeah, <laughs> who talked about her Maltese heritage as an opportunity that her ancestors had. Also said molten sugar is where malt comes from. <laughs> this should be the second half. I was talking about the embarrassing things we said in the first half. I mean, that is the whole thing, except with learning. Mm. I'd skip out the learning and just <laughs> dissect. It's a, I'd want to dissect what I learn about myself when I hear the learning. first half. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's actually do what we're supposed to in the, in the second half and talk about Malta. Yes. So, really, I loved learning about this. That's good. I genuinely thought this was such an interesting country. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, like... I was like, this has got a rich deep. history, man. <laughs> It does. It does. Um, yeah. So Malta is crazy. It's tiny. Um, so I'm embarrassed to have ever called New Zealand small, considering how small other countries are. And I saw like maps of New Zealand being superimposed on Europe, and I realized oh, right, how yeah. large it is. Um, yeah. So Malta is a teeny tiny country, and it's 316 kilometers squared. Wow. I'm very impressed with that fact. Y- well, like. Wellington is mm. 160 kilometers squared, just to give you That's an idea. Smaller. That is smaller, but um. not as much smaller as you would think it is. So there's no. half a million people yeah. on a tiny archipelago of three islands. Well and and uh, yeah, it's just they're jam-packed. Malta is filled with people, it's filled with rabbits, it's filled with churches, it's filled rabbits. with limestones. Yeah, there's lots of rabbits. So lots of their food include rabbits and stuff as well. Oh. Yeah, so that was just one thing that I noticed. So there's a lot of rabbits, there's a lot of people, churches, and limestone. I That's feel like you got all those facts from learning and then the rabbit fact came from a dream. <laughs> no, there's genuinely like. a lot of rabbits. Wow, okay. So a lot of their food includes like rabbit stew and that They really, Maltese people eat a lot of rabbits? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And here we were thinking it was Maltesers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is actually quite a wealthy country, contrary to what okay. Charlotte said in the beginning of this podcast. I, as you can tell when I'm saying it, I don't know because it, I won't go back into my moral quandary about whether it's a rude thing to say, but I was wrong. It's not It's not a poor country in terms of it's got a high, uh, what's that anagram? GDP? GDP. Yeah. The gross domestic product. GDP. It has- doesn't necessarily mean wealth. Because that's like the the combination of all goods and services of a country. So there's a lot of things that determine wealth. Yes. And it's wealth distribution, GDP. Like, <laughs> yeah, we won't okay, go into this. I know. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot more that goes into it. But yeah, Malta is, for all intents and purposes, quite a wealthy country. Yeah. And I was correct in saying that it's used as a tax haven, even though I said it as a joke. It is true. Yeah. Um, but we'll go into that in a little bit later because right. the tax system is not as exciting as some of the other stuff that came up. I am actually excited to hear about the tax system. Yeah, it is probably what I'm looking forward to the most. But there's so many interesting things. And I think maybe one of the reasons why you thought it was a poor country yeah. is because that's usually what happens with countries that are colonized and that are, you know, there's there's this kind of, it's they get, I mean, look at Africa. You know, there's so many countries which are torn between these ruling powers yes, yeah. tend to, you know, be worse off when they um, 
gain their independence. Yeah. Uh, which is horrible and why, you know, colonialism is so evil because it messes with the country so much more than just, you know, completely trying to squash and eradicate its culture. Let's talk about colonialism. Also, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's a horrible thing. So I don't think it was that. I mean, I we kind of guessed that it was colonized and we were very right. We were very right. I think that I thought it was poor because I've maybe there's another country that starts with, I was thinking of it as a so like a former Soviet Union country, potentially. Mm. There's another country, a former Soviet Union country that starts with M. I was thinking of Moldovia. Anyway, I was wrong. It's not poor. Yeah, but hopefully we don't get cancelled by Moldovia. Otherwise, I got that wrong too. If the country of Malta doesn't cancel us. Yeah, we're worried about because that. of um, what we said. But yeah, it's it's a fascinating country. Um, yeah, it's a, a group of islands. So there's three main islands. There's Malta, Gozo, and Camino, and there's two smaller islands, Caminoto and Filfa, but those are uninhabited. Um, Malta is the main island. That's where all the like. That's where the magic happens. That's where the party is. Um, and people Gozo, in Camino and Gozo will be very angry well, with you. Well, there's not that many people in Camino. What about rabbits? There's only three inhabitants in Camino. Really? I wonder if that, because I've seen that fact in many places, because I was like, oh, this is outdated. So there's a hotel, and I think it's the people who run the hotel, and everybody else lives on the main island. And it's only tourists and stuff. That's amazing. And, yeah. and then Three people? That's, that's what it's like. All the, like, Tourist books and yeah. everything. Maybe it's changed. I like there are three inhabitants in the entire entire um, island of um, Camino. How awesome would you feel if you were one of three citizens of the country? Yeah, <laughs> be the prime minister. <laughs> it's not the whole country. It's just the it's just the island. Oh yeah, it's just the island. <laughs> okay, crucial era. <laughs> the islands are the islands are a combination of everything, and then Gozo I, is I mostly that. a rural island. Um, and um, it was actually thought that um, Calypso Island in Homer's Odyssey was based on this island on Gozo. Oh, okay. So yeah, fun fact. Um, but it's there's no like in terms of the geography, there's no forests or mountains or rivers. Um, it's kind of shrubby and kind of flat. <laughs> um, and but it's got beautiful coastlines, and I think that's what attracts a lot of people to Malta. It's just this. And it's also just... I think people are there for the shrubbiness. (laughs) The shrubs and the rabbits. (laughs) I just haven't heard shrubbiness as an adjective before and I like it. Yeah, the the shrubberies. (laughs) Um, It's very shrubbery. That's Gozo. But Malta is like essentially a living museum. And I think it's been described as such by many people because it does have a rich history, like a 7,000-year-old rich history. Um, So, But it's also like very densely populated. Yes. People are... On top of each other, essentially. <laughs> it is crazy. Lots of cars, lots of people, lots of rabbits. I lots did of read that it has incredibly high car ownership. Yeah, apparently people from Malta love their cars. And they're even though everything is pretty much in walking distance, people prefer to drive, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, but also not. I'm not going to speculate as to why that is, because I don't know. The yeah. thing that I read, which is probably the same thing you read, did not give any... It seemed that they had like good public transport, but they just loved their cars anyway. And I was like, what? Wouldn't it make sense if they had bad public transport? Well, I guess there's like lots of race cars and stuff. And there's rich people. What are we talking about? Rich people like cars. <laughs> lots of also esports. That's a big thing in Malta as well um so it's kind of it's kind of a crazy place <laughs> yeah. um so so as we have spoken about the history of malta very rich but when we say that i think we're referring to the fact it's been colonized by a vast array of different cultures so it's a very uh unique melting pot in that sense or it's a it's a a lot of ingredients have gone into that melted pot so it's been ruled by 
a vast array of different uh, cultures, which is really interesting because it means that as a country, it's going to have a. I think this would made it that what we got right in the first half of the episode was the fact that because of its position, mm-hmm. it made it quite attractive to a lot of countries. Oh yeah, that's so it was posi- positioned in the middle of the Mediterranean. Um, precisely, it's about ninety kilometers away from south of Sicily, and it's about two hundred eighty-eight kilometers from Africa. And it's well positioned, and it became a very attractive place um, because um, it was. It just became a really good naval base for war. Yeah, and a good trading route. So it's just. It's just. It's position-wise, it's well, yeah, just close to a bunch of very powerful countries, and that's going to be useful. So I think if we read like the list of like different cultures who have at different times occupied. Um, Malta. So it's had, I'm going to read the list because I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a fascinating list. Phoenicians, Romans, so I was right about the Romans, I was wrong about them not wanting it. (laughs) Greeks, Arabs, Normans, Sicilians, Swabians, which I might be pronouncing incorrectly. Aragonese, Hospitalias, French and British. So the Hospitalias, I think, refers to the Knights of Malta. So I thought this was really interesting. It was, Malta was taken as part of the Kingdom of Sicily. And then the King of Sicily, or maybe King of, maybe it was a Viceroy. The ruler of Sicily when it was its own sort of kingdom. This is a confusing thing, I try to understand it because like. Everything's changed. It, yeah, it's just completely, it's a different landscape yeah. from what we know it to be now. But they gave Malta to a military group of knights who were originally from Jerusalem, got kicked out of there. They were called the Order of St. John. Yeah, I've heard them referred to as the Knights of St. John. Yeah, and they were given Malta and they ruled it for 250 years. It's just so crazy. That was ruled by a group of military knights. That sounds like something out of like a medieval fantasy. Um, And they were responsible for building up a lot of the architecture that is there now. They built up the capital city of Valletta. And, well, when I was doing the the brief history, apparently there was a siege of Malta in the 1500s. It was called the Great Siege of Malta, and apparently it was one of, like, the most pivotal events in that century in terms of, like, power dynamics. So it was a siege by the Ottoman Empire and the Knights of Malta managed to hold out. I think it was like a four-month-long siege and the Ottoman Empire at this time was the military might in the Mediterranean and it was kind of like a David and Goliath story of them holding out against the Ottoman Empire. And from that victory or like lack of a defeat, it changed the perception of like the Ottoman Empire as a military power in the Mediterranean and like shifted the power dynamics um, so the Mediterranean was kind of like I mean this is going to get into too wide a history but there's a power struggle between Islamic uh, Arab empires and then the Christian uh, empires in the Mediterranean and that's a we're not going into that history because that's long complicated but it was like a sort of a decisive victory uh, for the Christian empires in terms of like shattering the perception that the Ottoman Empire could never be beaten mm. And the other sort of, as another war-based one, but I guess history often does focus on wars. So I was right about the World War, World War II, not World War I. 
uh, Malta again was going to be. So it was part, so pretty much after the Knights of Malta were the sort of rulers, Napoleon ruled for like three years, abolished slavery. Mm. Thank you, Napoleon. Uh, and then the British, then I think in the 1800s, took it from Napoleon. I think maybe Napoleon died. And then they and ruled Italy it. was there for a while as well? So Italy was there before that. This okay. was like... Yeah. Well, but Italy, but it, was, it wasn't Italy. It was Rome? Well, Rome was there at some stage as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It is like San Lorenzo, except people wanted it. Yes, people yeah. wanted it. Um, so then England had it after Napoleon. And that was like the most recent. They were the last colonizers that yeah. became independent. In 1964. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but during the war then, it was still part of the British colony. So it was like this. Was it, and then it became uh, part of the Commonwealth and then a republic. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it was like, so it was a, it was part of the British in the, in the war. It was part of England mm. or it was part of the colony. Yeah. And it was sort of like the strategic naval base. And also I had a lot of the airships there as well. And it, I think the North African front in World War II, which we should know more about because like that was where a lot of New Zealanders fought. Um, it was, you had to like pass Malta to get to North Africa. So it was like really highly contested because whoever had it was going to have access to like supplying troops in North Mm. Africa for that battle happening. Essentially, so the Axis tried to take from the Allied forces and it was one of the most heavily bombed places in World War II. That's crazy considering that it has so many ancient structures. Yeah. And like 7,000-year-old history and cathedrals there from prehistory that are still standing. Yeah, but we didn't it did mention. Take such a beating. But it's got, it has some of the oldest temples in the world, like older than Stonehenge. We said older than the pyramids. Yeah, like 1,000 years older than the pyramids of Giza. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, most heavily bombed, one of the most heavily bombed. And the people of, so it didn't, it, they didn't, uh, the Axis didn't manage to take it. And apparently the people of Malta were awarded the St. George Cross for their bravery. Which is on their flag. Oh, is it? I think so, yeah. Really? Yeah, it appears in a lot of places. There's a Maltese cross, which is a bit different, which appears in a lot of places. But I think the um, the St. George Cross appears on their flag now. Yeah. Oh, and that's why. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, like, all these, like, cultures and stuff like that has kind of affected a lot of the Maltese people. So the Maltese like people and the Maltese culture is a standalone culture and they're quite proud and but it's interesting that culture is still an amalgamation of this kind of um country that was you know had representations of different um empires and countries for so long and so um the Maltese what it means to be Maltese is essentially what it means to be Mediterranean because it has all this representation from Mediterranean and it's um, it, it's it's very unique in that sense, I think, um, and it affects a lot of things like their language. Their language is really interesting because it is a um, Semitic language, but it's the only Semitic language that has that uses a Latin script. Um, and so, essentially, in like um, the year 1050, the ruling Arabs replaced the local language with Arabic. And that's 
And also, this is like one of the only uh, medieval Arabic languages that was spoken in Sicily and Spain to have still survived. That's cool. and you can just see when you like, I heard a little clip of people speaking Maltese and they started saying bonjour and then they ended with ciao. And, you know, the oh, rest of it cool. sounded like an Arabic, an Arabic language. And it's just such a like, you know, a crazy amalgamation of all these different things. And it's still kind of widely spoken as well. Like the Maltese, they have two official languages. It's English and Maltese, um, even though. Italian is still quite prevalent. A lot of the signage is still in Italian. And actually, interestingly enough, up until 1959, um, they could only get their TV in Italian. Um, And I think that's probably because of its proximity to Sicily and to Italy. Um, So even though Italian is an official language, it is still like heavily prevalent um, within Malta. Um, And obviously you can hear a lot of words. um, And uh, yeah, it's a crazy language. You look confused. I'm not. <laughs> um, and yeah, like even like their, like, I'm not sure if this is, but their, um, one of their like food that they're famous for is the pastizi, which sounds Italian. Mm. And it's like a, almost like a filo or a croissant kind of pastry um, that people go crazy for that's filled with either ricotta or mushy peas. And it's like Ooh. all Maltese people are really um, excited by this. But yeah, you can really d- definitely see that kind of European influence. You can also see like the British influence. They still drive on the left side of the road. Um, yeah, there's the St. George Cross. They still have like the red post box that I think are quite like oh. English. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of... Postman pay? Yeah. <laughs> you can still see Postman Pat around. Oh. So there's a lot of influences from the different co- um, cultures that have come into Malta over the years, um, which is quite crazy. Um, and interestingly, religion-wise, um, it is mostly Roman Catholic, the people who are religious there. But in saying that, it does seem to be quite a progressive kind of a country um, as well. People are thought to be very friendly, very kind, very hospitable, and give a lot of money to charity. So, oh, really? Yeah. That's One of the negative things that comes across in a mm. lot of like um, reading about Malta is, and I think this is very similar to tall poppy in New Zealand. Uh-huh. So what is a good description of tall poppy, I think? Uh, tall poppy syndrome is you don't want to stand above other people. Yeah. So yeah. you're like a tall poppy. You don't want to be one. Yeah, you don't want to be a tall poppy. So, yeah. you know, New Zealanders tend to like talk themselves down or not like speak to their accomplishments. So they have a thing called pika, mm-hmm. which is almost the opposite, which uh. is this need to be the best. Oh, God. I and this it. competitive nature. I mean, I am from New Zealand, but. Yeah, it's so awful. it's this need to be the biggest, the brightest, have the. Maybe this is their fascination with cars, is everyone needs to get a better <laughs> car. But apparently, like, built, like, cathedrals have been built for the sole purpose of, like, building a better cathedral than it was there before. Yeah. And there are, like, cathedrals, because there's so many cathedrals. They say that there's one for every single year, of, um, day of the year. So there's, like, 350 mm. cathedrals in this tiny um, spit of land. Um, there's, like, a cathedral per square kilometre, or a church, like not Wellington a cathedral. Yeah, yeah. It's a church, sorry, not cathedral, per square kilometre. And this 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 idea of Pika kind of comes across in between the churches where there's like a lot of um, a rivalry. But apparently it also makes the festival se- season or the festa season mm. um, really interesting because all the little towns, which are basically on top of each other, all these little cities, which is like some of them are like – you know, a kilometer across. Yeah. They all like rival each other to have like the best party. So yeah, it just becomes cool. 
this crazy festival because of this like innate sense of competition mm. that Maltese people have called Pika. Um, which I did see that they have a very high rate of national holidays. Ah, yeah. So getting lots of chances to uh, pika each other. Is that how you use the word? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like one of those words that's not really well translated because right. I have seen it translated as like neighborly competition, but apparently yeah. it's just like like schadenfreude. It's like just one of those words that just doesn't translate into English very well. It doesn't like have the same kind of punch. There's when no you're equivalent. Trying. Yeah, there's no equivalent. Yeah. It doesn't translate. It doesn't like... You know, it's always like, uh, yeah, kind of, when people kind of describe what it is. Mm. Um, really, really interesting. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else? Um, well, yes. Maltesers. We did briefly mention them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're not from Malta. <laughs> they yeah. are a British candy that was made, uh, advertised as like a slimming candy. Also, the Maltese dog. Not from Malta. Not from Malta. Mediterranean. <laughs> but not in any way kind of scientifically or geographically linked to Malta. Um, Maltese poodle is actually not a t- – it's, it's a, it's a crossbreed between a Maltese and a poodle. I think Barbie had a, Malti, a Maltese dog. Hmm. Not from Malta. Not from Malta. So that's just some clarifications about um, – oh, malt is a grain. <laughs> uh, yeah, and malt is a grain. And it's got, I think the word malt from Malta comes from honey. So oh, it's yeah. like a completely different um, kind of thought over there um yeah touching back on the tax stuff which is very exciting i think it is exciting i'm excited it's kind of okay i don't fully understand how it works tax is complicated and i didn't wish to deep dive deep but i did see that it came up a lot in the panama papers and that it it was attracting a lot of billionaires but interestingly enough not a lot of them wanted to move there because it's so densely packed Uh and it seems like life life is really good like people like seem to live well unemployment's pretty low You know, it's got the classic, you know, um, issues that countries that are from capitalist countries, you know, uh, Mm. there's, you know, properties, there's no property tax, properties are becoming increasingly more expensive. Mm. And although most um, uh, most, uh, people in Malta own property, the new generation coming up is going to have an issue trying to buy that property because it's really Mm. expensive. Rents are pretty high. There's a lot of competition um, because there's a lot of people coming into the country, it's densely populated for houses, so it does have a lot of issues. But it British does retirees. seem to be, yeah. Um, and, and it did attract a lot of people to start businesses in Malta. Mm-hmm. So there oh, is yeah. like, so even though their tax rates are pretty high in terms of um, corporate taxes, I don't know anything about personal taxes. It's mm. like 35 percent with some of the highest in the world. They have these like kind of weird loopholes, as far as I understand. I don't oh. actually 100 percent know this where. You know, some there's some like horizontal laws that some countries won't trade with countries that have really low tax rates, so below fifteen percent. Mm. But how it works is that countries that you know, I mean, businesses that set up in Malta, they can they get taxed at a very high flat tax rate of thirty five percent, but they can get a whole bunch of tax refunds mm. um, that means the tax is something a bit more like 5%. So it does become quite a tax haven. Hmm. It's a very simplistic way of putting it, but it does attract a lot of rich people and it does attract a lot of of businesses starting up there. I mean, Ireland and the Mediterranean, I don't know why I thought it was poor. Yeah, yeah, no, it's doing really (laughs) well. It has like, yeah, and just, I mean, from just the money we'd make in tourism because it's got so much history Mm. in terms of the different monuments and the different cathedrals oh, and the prehistoric cathedrals it, i was like oh i definitely want to go to malta if i could then yeah i yeah. mean i definitely wouldn't want to live in malta 
I feel like it would be too noisy, <laughs> too crazy, too overcrowded. I think I'm used to all the space here I know, in New but Zealand. it's only half a million people. Yeah, but it's still very de- – it's I one know, of the most densely populated countries know, in the world. I know, but it's still like – it's still only half a million people. Yeah, apparently everyone knows each other. Like it's kind oh. of one of those classic things and that's probably – and that's what some people attribute this whole like Pico competitiveness to. Oh, yeah, to. that makes sense. It's because you know everyone and yeah. like everyone's like looking into their neighbor's house and being like, oh, my God, they just bought a huge TV. We have to buy a huge that, TV. That, that actually really makes And that, that kind of, of um, yeah, packs into um, a lot of that. Uh, I would – I'm not going to pronounce the names of them because it did not look like something that I could pronounce. But the temples from – I've got it written down. I think it's 3,500 BC. They had a culture of uh, megalithic temple builders. And some of those temples are the ones which are still you know, the oldest freestanding structures in the world. That would be amazing to see. Yeah. That'd be, oh, that'd be so cool. Oh, well, I want to see an island with only three inhabitants. Yeah, that's actually way cooler. Just a bunch <laughs> that's of birds more impressive. And rabbits. I mean, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. The beaches do look really cool. There's a couple of like, well, there was one landmark which was called like, I think it was the Blue Window or something that got destroyed in 2017. Um, it was kind of like this archway, kind of similar maybe-ish mm. to Cathedral Cove um, in the Coromandel in New Zealand. Um, and they have the Blue Lagoon. But they do seem to have some beautiful beaches um, and beautiful coastlines. And it's kind of interesting because like, the country itself has like got so much limestone, and the buildings have limestone. So like oh, the buildings seem to just come from the land, oh, that looks so and beautiful. it just is like quite magical. And I think mm. that's also why a lot of it's got this history to it. Why a lot of films get filmed there. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, so Game of Thrones was filmed there. Mm-hmm. Gladiator, Troy was filmed there. Captain Phillips. I don't think Troy was. Troy wasn't filmed there. There was. I think there was something else that was like Troy, but maybe it was Troy. Yeah. There's been a few movies about Troy. But it's, yeah, it's a movie-making location. Yeah. And there's apparently this really weird movie that did not do well Uh with, like, a bald um, Robin Williams playing Popeye. And they was like, (laughs) and they built a whole town. They were trying to do a Hobbiton. In Malta. Yeah, kind of like a Hobbiton kind of thing. But they didn't clean up after themselves. So there's this weird town in Malta that was built for a film set that's still there. That was made. Have you ever heard of a Popeye movie with Robin Williams? I have not, but I believe it when you say that. Neither has anybody else in the world. Well, even a Malta has. Was critically um, a failure. It was a failure. Yeah, but and now Malta has this kind of weird town, which has become a tourist attraction now. Oh, this yeah. weird Popeye town. It is actually kind of like charming yeah. when you look at it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like Malta's Hobbiton, except we would argue that the Lord of the Rings did substantially better. Yeah. People would argue hard against that. Yeah. Then Robin Williams Popeye. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just this beautiful, it looks absolutely amazing. This like crazy historical little spit of land mm. that's been like acquisitioned and ruled by so many different, with like the language is just a melting pot, the people are just a melting pot. And it does have this kind of strong sense of culture though. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's very, it is very interesting. Yeah. I just love that it was ruled by a military organization of knights. Yeah, it's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I've agreed it's crazy. Um, yeah, do you have anything else? No. Cool. We're going to wrap it up then. That is everything we know so far about Malta. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we think we know anyway. What we think we know. Things yeah. could have been very wrong. Yeah, feel free to correct us. Yeah. If you want to correct us, you have to first... Subscribe to our Patreon. That's how we'll get people to subscribe yeah. to the Patreon. <laughs> That's the only way you can connect us yeah. is through our Patreon, <laughs> which is um, www.patreon.com slash enoughcake.
And if there's any people from Malta who are listening, oh. we're really sorry. Yeah, I feel like that would have. I feel like that would have been offensive. But it's cool that we do sorry, get to learn so much about your amazing country. Yes. I'm saying this like I think anyone from really, Malta is going to listen. If you are listening from Malta, let us know. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. We you I can don't know actually how you, will. you oh. can actually contact us um, oh. through um, the podcast in other ways. You don't actually have to become a Patreon. Please connect with us. Uh, we also have um, an email which I'll put in the description of this podcast, so you can email us as well. Well, uh, thanks, guys, and we'll be back with the next podcast next month. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye.